Hi, I'm Kurt Barnes. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible. It's my prayer that you would be continually growing in your relationship with Jesus and that this podcast would be one of the many tools that the Holy Spirit is using in your life to bring about transformation. Don't forget to press the subscribe button and remember, you can hear our full-length sermons at scf.tv. Welcome back to your daily Bible podcast. We're starting a new book together today, the book of 1 Timothy. And today I'll be reading all of chapter 1. This letter is from Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, appointed by the command of God our Savior and Jesus Christ, who gives us hope. I'm writing to Timothy, my true son in the faith. May God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord give you grace, mercy, and peace. When I left for Macedonia, I urge you to stay there in Ephesus and stop those whose teaching is contrary to the truth. Don't let them waste their time in endless discussions of myths and spiritual pedigrees. These things only lead to meaningless speculations, which don't help people live a life of faith in God. The purpose of my instruction is that all believers would be filled with love that comes from a pure heart, a clear conscience, and genuine faith. But some people have missed this whole point. They have turned away from these things and spend their time in meaningless discussions. They want to be known as teachers of the law of Moses, but they don't know what they are talking about, even though they speak so confidently. We know that the law is good when used correctly, for the law was not intended for people who do what is right. It is for people who are lawless and rebellious, who are ungodly and sinful, who consider nothing sacred and defile what is holy, who kill their father and mother or commit other murders. The law is for people who are sexually immoral or who practice homosexuality or are slave traders, liars, promise breakers, or who do anything else that contradicts the wholesome teaching that comes from the glorious good news entrusted to me by our blessed God. I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has given me strength to do his work. He considered me trustworthy, and he appointed me to serve him, even though I used to blaspheme the name of Christ. In my insolence, I persecuted his people. But God had mercy on me because I did it in ignorance and unbelief. Oh, how generous and gracious our Lord was. He filled me with the faith and love that come from Christ Jesus. This is a trustworthy saying, and everyone should accept it. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, and I am the worst of them all. But God had mercy on me so that Christ Jesus could use me as a prime example of his great patience with even the worst sinners then others will realize that they too can believe in him and receive eternal life. All honor and glory to God forever and ever. He's the eternal king, an unseen one who never dies. He alone is God. Amen. Timothy, my son, here are my instructions for you. Based on the prophetic words spoken about you earlier, may they help you fight well in the Lord's battles. Cling to your faith in Christ and keep your conscience clear, for some people have deliberately violated their consciences. As a result, their faith has been shipwrecked. Hymenaeus and Alexander are two examples. I threw them out and handed them over to Satan so that they might learn not to blaspheme God. All right, that's the end of chapter one. Now, if you have a pulse, 
that means you have a past. We all have things in our past you would rather not remember because remembering them makes us uncomfortable. Maybe it was the names that you used to call a classmate behind their back or, or the girl that you pursued for all the wrong reasons or the failed marriage that now you're pretending like never happened. Paul, in his first letter to a young leader named Timothy, shows us how remembering the past helps us to appreciate the present. After openly stating that his past was very colorful, full of wrongs, Paul says, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. None of us were good enough to earn a place in heaven. Not even Paul, who started churches all over the world and wrote half of the New Testament. Salvation is a gift. We didn't deserve it, and we can't earn it. When we omit parts of our story or pretend we've always been this good or godly, it cheapens the sacrifice Jesus made on our behalf. As eager as we can be to forget our past, it's only when we put down our perfect fronts and our false masks and acknowledge how God has saved us from a messy life and a messy past that we can experience the freedom of God's grace, and that we can begin to use our testimony to affect the lives of others. Let's pray. Jesus, I thank you that you came to save a wretch like me, that your plan was to seek and save the lost, not to seek and save the righteous, but to come and die for the ungodly, for the sinners, for people like me. So Jesus, today, I want to admit, I want to confess that, Lord, I am a sinner, but that you're changing me from the inside out into something brand new. And I want you to use my life and my past, warts and all, to show other people the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ and how wonderful and how high and how wide is the love and the grace of our good, good Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.